Hey, family, what's going on? Hold up a sec. Let me try my keys real quick. Oh, there they go. And that works. Okay. Hey, family, I'm about to get into this interview. If you know anything about Jonathan Soul, I talked to uh, sci-fi writers, comic book creators from the African community worldwide. So sit back and relax. If you're interested in what creative people think about business, think about culture, think about politics, you're in the right place. If you're not, then there's a, you see that door down the hall? It's an airlock. Don't even worry about it. I got you. Just step in there and I'll take care of everything. All right. All right. Let's get into this interview. All right, fam. Let's get into the program. Now, I know that a lot of you are creatives. A lot of y'all are comic book creatives. You're writers. You're, you know, writer slash illustrator. And a question that comes up in a lot of folks' mind is, when do I do my crowdfunding? When do I launch my Kickstarter campaign? There have been some creatives that I've talked to who've used other platforms, but the majority of folk has seemed to found success on Kickstarter. Is Kickstarter oversaturated? Talk to some people, they say yes, you know, but people still use it. Now, this show is about some of the experiences and knowledge around when you're supposed to do your Kickstarter. We're going to listen to a few clips from artists who've done it successfully, and we're going to listen to a consultant, all right? who kind of helps people decide, you know, is now a good time for you? If you're, you know, dead set on doing it, you know, these are the kind of tools I can bring to bear. Let's listen to Kamara Horn, AKA the blurred girl. Uh, she has a consultancy called Thailand creative T I Y land creative. And she can kind of help you figure out, you know, is now a good time for me, you know, to do a Kickstarter. Do I need to do some more prep? That kind of thing. And I had her on the show. We had a long form interview. You can go to JonathanSoul.com. You can go to SoundCloud, look up Jonathan Soul, iTunes, Jonathan Soul. And you can hear that long form interview where we go deeper into this topic and other things. But right now, let's focus on kickstarting with Kamara Horn. Let's listen. You, they say in martial arts, you got to work up and get your black belt. Once you get your black belt, then you can really start training. Yeah. Wow. That's how it is. So the mistake people make. The main mistake people make is starting their Kickstarter on the day that the Kickstarter actually physically starts. Okay. You should be like researching your clientele. Like I have one guy who, who I was like, okay, so who are you marketing your comic to? And he's like, uh, you know, black and Latino kids between the ages of, you know, 18 and 25. I'm like, great. Is that your audience? He's like, yup. And I went on Facebook in 15 minutes and between Facebook and Twitter and I looked at his audience. I said, no, it's not your art. Your, your audience right now is black men between the ages of 28 and 40, 45. So I said, your, your marketing, your audience is their parents, which isn't a problem, but it means you have to shift. The, the reason why you're not making any traction is because your, your audience is the parents and not the kids. Mm. So, People also have to be realistic about about their audience, and they there's simple tools and there's really complicated tools on how to like read your audience and how to figure out where they are and how to, it's not just about getting followers. Anybody can buy followers, but that's not going to sell a comic. Mm -hmm. Like I know plenty of people with like over eighty thousand, a hundred thousand followers on Twitter that are just trying to make ends meet. Like so, what I'm what I'm hearing to, uh, from you, what I'm hearing from you is that a lot of creators out here are like uh, Peter Parker in Homecoming. He got <laughs> he got goggles, 
he got the stocking cap. You know what I mean? He got the yep. underoos and sneakers. And you walk in like, uh, Tanya Stark and say, you know what? You need a, you need to upgrade systematic top to bottom. That's basically what you're telling me. Yeah, basically. Wow. And also, but also to reevaluate because I'm not saying the concept is there. Mm-hmm. But and just because you've been dreaming of building this comic for 10 years mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're ready to do it. Mm. OK, now that's strong medicine. OK, strong medicine. Uh, so just because you've had this comic in your mind for 10 years doesn't mean you're ready to do it. All that means is there's some preparation. Right. You know, how do you know you have an audience kind of a thing? Because if you're going to kickstart it, that means you necessarily. You, 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 <laughs> That means you got to have an audience, right? If it's just something, oh, it's just something for my soul. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, then you might come up out of pocket for that. But if you believe that this property has an audience, then, of course, you know, the Kickstarter thing will work. So what kind of uh, prep do people usually do? You know, there's a lot of anecdotal stories. We're going to hear one of them from David Crownson. David Crownson is an actor, you know, actor like Hollywood. And that's actually in my long form interview that I did with David. He talked about how he ended up um, auditioning for what we believe was the uh, the part that uh, John Boyega, John Boyega, uh, Boyega, no, John Boyega got in The Force Awakens. Uh, and so he talked about that whole kind of process auditioning for Lucasfilms. But anyway, he he talked about this idea that he had for a comic book called um, Harry Tubman Demon Slayer. Right. Indie people and, you know, in the people in the black indie space, everybody knows about this comic. I had the brother on the show uh, and he kind of, you know, talked about how it was just an idea that he had. He kind of threw it up, you know, got an illustrator and threw it up on Facebook, the yada yada. And so, but let's, let's, let's get into a little bit of the detail um, where he talked about, you know, taking it from a concept, uh, you know, like a, you know, like a spec drawing that he put up on Facebook to an actually printed project. And by the way, you can get that print on uh peepgamecomics.com peepgame comics uh you know c o m i x whatever dot com and it's a print on demand so you can get the book it's two issues out right now the art is dope uh it's by um yeah so the the illustrator on that is Cortland Ellis terrific terrific fantastic style all right so let's get into uh, a little bit of the long form interview that I did with David Crownson about his Kickstarter experience. Let's listen. I got inspired to do a Kickstarter when all my friends were kind of like uh, pushing me to do a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And cause I had shown them some art that I had paid Portland to do like, but the cover of the book, I actually, that's the first thing Portland ever drew. Mm-hmm. And Harry is that what you put on Facebook that kind of started the buzz? Oh yeah, I, I I put it on Facebook for fun um, to see what would happen, and I kind of I kind of I, I forgot that I put it on Facebook, and uh, I put it on Facebook, and I was driving my mom somewhere, and I turned off my phone so I could like save battery and stuff, and then I turned my phone back on, and I went on Facebook, and I had like like 90 new notifications on Facebook and like wow. my Twitter and my Instagram was going crazy. I'm like, Oh no, what happened? I'm like, Oh no, I was kind of nervous. Like, cause I forgot about it. Right. And it was, everyone was talking about my book and it was trending. It was trending for wow. so that entire, it was, I posted it last summer in July and it was trending throughout uh, that summer. That's beautiful. 
It's beautiful. So oh, yeah. you did the Kickstarter. Did you reach your goal? Did you exceed yeah. it? How did it work? Yeah, I put the Kickstarter. I was nervous about doing the Kickstarter uh, because mainly, like, when I do auditions, if I fail, if I fail um, at an audition, well, that's not like all the failure, but if I don't get the part, you know, it's my own thing that I own. Mm-hmm. And no one has to know about it, me and, like, my agent and, like, my manager or something. But for the Kickstarter, like, you have to let a lot of people know what you're doing. You have to let a lot of people into your business right. um, because you want to engage um, groups of people mm-hmm. and, a, and a whole community of people. So I was scared. I'm like, oh, what if I fail? And then everyone sees that I fail. But then I, you know, there's that famous quote of like, oh, what if I fall? Then the person talking to them says, oh, honey, what if you fly? What if you make it? Right. So... I I, my, I did the Kickstarter, and this was like a few weeks after um, a certain president was elected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, after that election, all my friends were like, you really need to get on that now. We need to see that comic today. And I'm like, okay, cool. I got it. We're going to do it. And, yeah, I, I launched the Kickstarter, and through the prayers of my family <laughs> and then this will me just kind of putting myself out there and not caring about um uh, what what or focusing on the negative oh what if i fail i kept on talking about the possibility of the project and the idea of the project and uh, now the same courage the same courage that you need in your you know acting and auditioning is that the same courage that you needed to bring this comic to life yes yes mm. yes Okay. You have to be completely bold and focused and inspired. You have to show up inspired, energized all the time. And it can be scary because th- there was a time where the, for two days no one was donating and I got like nervous for a second. <laughs> I'm like, oh no. But then I, and then I just had to maybe tweet, tweet more or tweet certain people or Facebook message more people or share more or even go on Facebook live and talk about my book and uh, get, get more. You have to get like single minded and obsessed mm-hmm. about what you're doing. You have to like, like Batman begins that shit. Wow. And, okay. and it has to be, you can't, you can, it's okay to be scared. Like fear is okay, but you can't let it paralyze you. You have to let it energize you and to push you forward. Right. You know, and that's what I did um, every single day. All right. So we heard from Brother David about, you know, how he, you know, got his Kickstarter. Basically, you know, by happenstance, he kind of discovered that there was a market out there that he could serve with this comic. And the only reason why I did it is because, you know, he just took a chance, put a little bread out there, hired a professional like Cortland Ellis to illustrate that cover throw it up on Facebook and then bam, you know what I mean? But it didn't happen right away. You know, he'd, he'd throw it up. I think he said, uh, you know, several months before and then, you know, following summer, you know, it started popping. So, you know, obviously there's some, some patience, there's some luck, you know, kind of a thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he talked about that. And then once the kickstart actually got underway, he talked about the courage he needed to keep his head up. Because, you know, in the Kickstarter, what I believe is you can pick the time period, whether it's like, I don't know, 30 days or 45 days or whatever it is. And so, uh, you know, he, he just realized that he needed to be engaged during the process. And so, okay, so, you know, we heard from Brother Alice, and like I said, you can get 
um, the digital download or the print from peepgamecomics.com. All right, so for you to have that courage, right? For you to have that patience, you got to have that motivation, right? You got to have that why. And so let's listen to uh, my conversation with brother Matt Jones, Matthew Jones, um, who created Void Beast. And actually, I have uh, the graphic novel right here. Void Beast, I think it's 100 and some pages, beautifully illustrated, color cover, you know, manga book. And, uh, you know, we talked about, um, you know, his process of, of finding an artist early on in other interviews. And, um, but I asked him why, why you, why you putting yourself out there, brother? Why you, you know, you know, come up before the world and say, Hey, listen, you need to fund this project. Cause I think that why keeps people engaged, keeps people motivated, you know, to deal with this whole public, you know, you kind of make yourself vulnerable, right? So let's listen to Matthew Jones. Uh, talk about the why. I mean, why do you want the artist? Why do you want the audience to support you in this project? Because it's okay. My biggest thing is like, like you said, I'm I'm a black man, and I make stories about black characters mm-hmm. for the world. Yeah. It's not a th- it's, it's it's not a thing where it's just it's just um, black 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 black, and this is only for black people. I want black people and everybody to take it, but I do, but I'm always going to tell the stories from a black person's perspective. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I'm, and I'm so used to seeing manga and anime and comic books from a white person's perspective. We already know that. Or even with black characters being written by white people, which they still, they try to get the black perspective, but it's not, but it's not exactly the same. So, so that's where I want, I want everybody to know that I put my heart and soul into it. And I believe in it, whether it was with my money, my time, uh, finding people, finding the right team to put together and, and just know that you're going to get a unique perspective from me and how I see the world. And you'll be able to figure out where I come from with a lot of things about it through my stories. So there you go. So that's the why. That's the beautiful thing about, you know, this whole indie vibration is that, you know, you can come from your root. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about somebody else's continuity from the 60s or whatever. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about the constraints. You don't have to do no fake, uh, you know, uh, uniqueness like, you know, making a white character black or making a male character female or none of that shit. You can come straight original. And then, you know, through this process, you know, you'll, you'll kind of realize that other people, you know, dig that same energy too. Now, uh, so we talked about, uh, you know, how the marketing piece is important. You know, we talked about how, um, you have to make sure you know who your audience is. And now, uh, there's, there's a a final little clip we're going to listen to where uh, this brother did something, which I, which I think is groovy. Um, he kind of did all of that. What he did was he built you know, the first issue of the, of the comic as a web comic online, right? Uh, if you go to uh, dreamfurycomics.com, uh, you'll see, um, you know, monsters of, uh, of Crescent City. As a matter of fact, hold on. I got my uh, issue. I done bought this damn thing three times, I guess. And then I got two posters. Because um, can I be honest with you? A lot of people don't know this. These books are being bought up quick it's books that i've had and i say here auntie 
here you go. And then, you know, it's a signed copy or whatever. Thanks, Jonathan. Boom, boom, boom. They sent it to me. I sent it to my auntie. I'll get another. I go back. That shit is out of print. I can't find it nowhere. Goddamn. <laughs> Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? I said, let me go out. Of, I bought Brother Man Revelation. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Okay. Sidebar. Stop. So anyway, so let's let's talk to my man, uh, Newton Lelevoix. Right? He found a terrific artist uh, by the name of Giancarlo Banal. Uh, they teamed up like Power Rangers and, and did this uh, Crescent City Monsters over Dream Fury. So what he did was he built the whole thing, you know, online. And I remember going and saying, okay, he had a new page, blah, blah, blah. And so he had this whole book where people could see what they were getting. I mean, finished pages. You know, it wasn't a digital book in the sense of downloading. It was a webcomic. And then he started his Kickstarter, which I think is a groovy way of doing it. But um, let's let's talk to uh, to Newton and get a little bit of a sense of why he did it that way. All right? Newton Lettervoir, Dream Fury Comics, Crescent City Monsters. Let's listen. The good thing is you're going to have a, a fully laid out book when you start your Kickstarter, right? Is that your master plan? Yeah, because um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Kickstarter. I've mm -hmm. um, supported a lot of comic books uh, via Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, it's almost an addiction. <laughs> so... Um, <clears throat> So um, the one pet peeve I have is when people, um, I don't mind that they don't have the full book, but their deadlines are like so off. Like, yeah. you know, you know, instead of being like, uh, yeah, I, you know, I can understand being six weeks behind, uh -huh. but sometimes you're talking about like three, four months. You know, you don't got me. Do you got me on camera? Because I'm showing this book that I finally got after two fucking years. <laughs> me supporting this Kickstarter. You probably know what I'm talking about. I don't put the brothers on blast. Two yes. fucking years, man. Yeah, I finally see, got this graphic novel. See, that's that's what I don't like, and and you know I I and it's funny because you know I work in the corporate world, and I understand you know having deadlines and things, and but I, I you know I also understand that certain things happen, and you're not it, this is not your full time job and thing, but right. you know at the same time you know do a little research, you know yeah. find out exactly um how long it's gonna take. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have a really good buffer of time. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what? I want to make sure that I have like almost everything done as, mm -hmm. as much as possible. So that when I start this, um, people can actually go to the webcomic, take a look at um, what's happening. And um, and then they, they see for themselves, like, hey, you know what? I actually want this in print. Let me let me go buy this. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how people do it when because I would be scared if. All I had was an idea and an artist. And then um, I'm like, all right, let's do this Kickstarter project, you know, show them a few pages and then do the pages and and then try to get it done that way. Because, you know, shit happens. There's yeah. so many things that could go wrong. Yeah. To me, that's scarier, you know, than than actually um, going ahead and produce your, your comic book first. Yeah, you know? man, because if you fuck up, it's not like you ruined your reputation on the east east side of New Orleans. This this yeah. worldwide. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. I mean? <laughs> Talking about you in the Philippines for ten years. But um but here's the thing about Kickstarter though. Um one, you're you're right, it lowers the barrier the barrier of entry. Um, but two, it exposes the fact that people want something different other than Batman, Superman, blah, 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 oh, yeah. blah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like a whole all these other, you know, ideas. And here's the other thing. The black Kickstarters are hitting their goals, 
yeah. hitting them early mm-hmm. and going over. Yeah, and it's, you, you'll notice that with a lot of the um, underserved uh, audiences. It's like whenever you see some underserved, underserved community, they, they're always like, oh, wow, you know, this, this isn't available you know, in, in the commercial market, but I have it here in Kickstarter. They're, they're quick to actually um, jump on it. And, and you're right. It, it shows where um, people aren't getting what they need. Yeah. And, and another thing, the reason I like Kickstarter, too, is um, it's a way of validating um, your project, right? Mm. Um, now, there's a lot of things that you can do wrong business-wise, and you might have a great idea and, and it still fails. Mm-hmm. But, you know, most of the times, um, if, you have an, if you have an audience yeah. and they, they fund that Kickstarter, then you know you have something, yep. you know? Um, so it's a great way to kind of test the market to see if if um, people are ready for what you have, mm-hmm. you know, um, so it's not like you're, you're guessing like, well, people like this, you know, how, how, how much, you know, how many people will actually buy this. So if you, it's, it's a great test market for that. You know, you know that maybe, Hey, if, um, if I didn't get funded, you know, either you're doing something um, wrong business wise, which is even, even, an, an, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but at the same time it's good too, because now, you know, like, okay, I'm lacking in marketing. So yeah. I need to do this. So you know that, okay, I need to raise my awareness. I need to do this. Um, and then, or if you're lacking um, somehow in, in content of the book, like, all right, maybe I need to improve that. But either way, it, it shows strengths and weaknesses. It, it helps validate what you're doing. Okay. Let's, let's go with that marketing vibration. So how do you market uh, DreamFuryComics.com? How do you market? Oh, um, I do a lot of social media. It's... It's it's a lot of social media, uh, that, and I try to market as as much. Let's get as real possible. specific. Are you doing live feeds? Are you taking pictures? What are you doing? And what, yeah, what so, is Snapchat, Instagram, the Vine? Uh, you know, what, what are you Black Planet? What are you doing? Uh, you know, what Black you Planet is still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, family. I don't know if Black Planet is still a thing, but yeah. So uh, so there you have it. You you have a you know a, a fuller sense of, of some. Uh, of your colleagues' experiences with Kickstarter. You know, you have the perspective of a consultant. You know, you have some people who, uh, you know, kind of happened into a comic book property and they were successful because the demand was there. You know, we had other people, you know what I mean, who had some experiences, uh, you know, previous and they, you know, they decided, okay, this is this is the way I'm going to do it. You have somebody like, uh, you know, Matthew Jones, who, um, you know, again, is a successful a Kickstarter have the book here, uh, uh, Newton Lelevoir, who kind of built, you know, the property up and the audience, you know, he built it and they'll come kind of a thing. He built it online first and then he transitioned it to a web comic. So until a print comic. So yeah, so there you have it. Um, some things for you to think about your family. I hope y'all enjoy that interview as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. This is Jonathan soul speaking with you now. Of course, you can go to JonathanSoul.com for more episodes. You can uh, subscribe there. You can also subscribe on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes. Follow me on Twitter, J-O-H-N-A-T-H-A-N-S-O-U-L, on Instagram. And, of course, if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see where I do videos uh, reviewing the comics. Uh, The thing about comics is it's not just for collectors or or enthusiasts of the art form like myself. It's about getting your kids to read again. You know, C-Tick Run is boring as hell, but when they see Bangs at Pow 
and they're black characters, that's a whole world of difference. Uh, also, family, you can support the channel by going to Amazon or, or my site and picking up my novel, my sci-fi novel, Malcolm Mars. I love you guys. Hope all your dreams come true. See you next Sunday here on Jonathan Soul. Peace. Whoa, you must be a real sci-fi fan to come all the way down here. Yes, I'm here for the book. You mean the sci-fi novel Malcolm Mars by Jonathan Soule? Yes, how do I get a copy? I need it to save the universe. Okay, okay, no problem. Just go to Amazon.com and look up Malcolm Mars by Jonathan Soule. You can read it on your tablet or smartphone. Do you want to sharpen your writing craft and start earning more money from your words? How about enriching your craft even further with scintillating insights from celebrated pop culture, political, and Afrocentric commentators? Well, you're in the perfect place with me, the Sinister Minister Faust, on my podcast, MF Galaxy. Find it on all the places you find podcasts and patreon.com slash MF Galaxy for all the bonus content. MF Galaxy, what will you discover?